Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Thursday, April 14th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. Elon Musk shocked the social media world and the actual world with an offer to buy Twitter this morning. He's offering $54.20 a share, or $43 billion. The Twitter board says it's considering the bid, but Insider's senior business editor Tola Onanuga doubts they'll accept. Most observers would say it seems highly unlikely that they will allow him to take over. That's also my personal prediction. Some people say that the price he's offering is too low, given that the company's shares hit $70 less than a year ago. Musk's says today's offer is his best and final. That's the sound of protests against the Grand Rapids Police Department last night following the release of videos showing an officer killing a 26-year-old man named Patrick Leoya. The April 4th incident started with a traffic stop. The officer, whose name has yet to be released, is seen struggling with Leoya over the officer's taser. Leoya ends up face down on the ground, the officer on his back, when the officer shoots Leoya in the head. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has just signed a bill into law that bans nearly all abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. It's been a busy week for anti-abortion advocates where similar laws also cleared final hurdles in Oklahoma and Kentucky. As many as seven states have enacted abortion bans and others have so-called trigger laws which would make the practice illegal if Roe v. Wade is overturned. We'll get more clarity on that this summer when the Supreme Court is expected to issue a decision regarding an abortion ban in Mississippi. Russia is suggesting it will move nuclear weapons to the Baltic region if Finland and Sweden join NATO, which seems increasingly likely. Of particular concern to Moscow is the fact that if Finland joins, then its 800-mile border with Russia would more than double the amount of NATO territory around Russia. Former Russian President Dmitry Medvedev wrote on Telegram that his country will have to strengthen land and sea forces and that a nuclear-free Baltic will no longer be possible. Meanwhile, the Prime Minister of Lithuania, which is a NATO member, calls the threat nothing new. 
The flagship of Russia's Black Sea fleet suffered serious damage on Wednesday, and there are conflicting accounts of what caused it. Russia says it was a fire that caused ammunition to explode on the missile cruiser Moskva, which led to the evacuation of the entire 500-person crew. Ukrainian authorities claim they hit the ship with a Neptune missile. You might remember this ship. In the first days of the war, it demanded the surrender of Ukrainian border guards on a Black Sea island. In a recorded exchange, the guards told the ship to go f*** yourself. We want to hear from you. Email us at therefresh at insider.com. Coming up, Dave and I talk about the pros and cons of TikTok therapy. Plus, we play two headlines and a lie. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. In Brooklyn, New York, suspected subway shooter Frank James will make his first appearance in federal court this afternoon. James is expected to be charged with an act of terrorism on mass transit after he opened fire in a crowded subway, shooting 10 people. He could face life in prison. James evaded arrest for more than a day and, in an odd twist, reportedly turned himself in. Police say James called them to say they would find him at a Manhattan McDonald's. They did, and he didn't resist arrest. The CDC says masks will be required on planes for two more weeks. The federal transportation mask mandate now expires on May 3rd. The CDC says it needs more time to know if the stealth Omicron variant, known as BA2, is going to become a ripple or a wave. BA2 now makes up more than 85% of new U.S. virus cases. If you're hopeful that NFTs are going to hold up as actual investments, let this serve as a warning. Twitter founder Jack Dorsey's first ever tweet was NFT'd, and it sold last year for $2.9 million. Last week, the owner put it up for auction, hoping to make $48 million, but only seven bids came in before closing, and the highest one? $280. Ouch. Buyer beware. Mark Meadows has been removed from the voter rolls in North Carolina. This follows an ongoing investigation into whether the former Trump chief of staff registered to vote from an address where he never lived. To Meadows' credit, he's been insisting for a while now that voter fraud is indeed a huge problem. Here he is in a 2020 interview with CNN's Jake Tapper. That's, but there's no that's ev- not, evidence that, of widespread there's voter no, there's fraud. No, there's, no, there's no evidence that there's not either. That's the definition of fraud, Jake. Guess who's back? Life without cameras was a big change for us. The Kardashians are back with a new reality TV show on Hulu today. They waited less than a year to come back on our screens since the end of their last show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. This 10-episode run is supposed to be more documentary style, and it's part of an exclusive deal the sisters and momager Chris inked with Hulu to produce global content and, of course, eventually achieve world domination. (laughs) 
Now, we're going to lie to you, but it's going to be fun, I promise. It's time for our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. Our friends over at Morning Brew, the daily newsletter, play this game every Thursday. Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew will be playing with us this week. Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? Okay, so I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them are going to seem like they're real, but one is faker than a dating show on Netflix. (laughs) So, Dave and Rebecca, you're both going to guess which one is the odd one out. Okay, Dave, this is your chance at redemption because let's remind listeners, I have beat you twice now. So let's do this. Yeah, listeners need to be reminded, but I don't because you won't let me stop hearing it. (laughs) Okay, ultimate chance at redemption. Here we go. All right, headline A is major cheese heist puts Dutch dairy farmers on alert. Okay. Headline B, University of Miami acquires thousands of Jack Dorsey's early voice memos. And headline C, a lake in Florida is suing to protect itself. All right. Which one is the lie? This is a tough one. This is so hard. These are really difficult. Thank you so much. Yeah, I desperately want to believe that a cheese heist is real because that just sounds too fun. Like, I I want to like leave behind the world of work and just go on a cheese heist. I don't know about you. And then Jack Dorsey's voice memos. Does any school care about anybody's voice memos? And then the third one is a lake protecting itself, which is very odd. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say that it's C. The the fake is the lake. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say that the fake headline is B. A school acquires Jack Dorsey's voice memos. I bet that one's it. Rebecca's never wrong. (laughs) This was a valiant effort, you guys, and I I really appreciate it. Uh, But actually, Becca was right. The the University of Miami acquiring thousands of Jack Dorsey's early voice memos is one that came from my brain. I'm king of this game. Queen of this game. This game. (laughs) Keep this cut. It's okay. You probably are good at other stuff, Dave. No, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, so the major cheese heist is actually real. In the Netherlands, robbers took $23,000 worth of cheese from a farmer named Gerda van Dorp. Oh, you can't rob Gerda. (laughs) (laughs) So, So the lake one is also real. A lake in Florida, it's called Lake Mary Jane. Uh, It's suing to protect itself from development. It's the first of its kind lawsuit that questions whether inanimate natural features like a lake should have legal rights. Um, So I I did make up the one about the University of Miami acquiring thousands of Jack Dorsey's early voice memos. And if you don't know Jack Dorsey, Twitter founder, Bitcoin savant, beard man, (laughs) um, but no one's buying his voice memos, at least not yet. Fascinating stuff. (laughs) I loved all these headlines. Thank you so much, Maddie. And be sure to subscribe to Morning Brew and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie where I will almost assuredly lose again to Rebecca. As you probably already know, Dave, I really love TikTok and spend <laughs> oh, yeah. probably spend way too much time on it. And right now, my For You page is just filled with therapists giving mental health advice. And there have been a lot of articles out recently, actually, about the growing trend of therapy TikTok. Yeah, it seems like therapists are becoming influencers, too. When is it going to be my turn, Rebecca? <laughs> when, I ask you. 
soon enough, Dave. So one of my favorite therapists is Therapy Jeff. The if I'm good enough, pretty enough, funny enough, smart enough, cool enough, then I'll be loved narrative is why I hate your parents. His real name is Jeff Gunther, and he has almost 900,000 followers. And I came across his account on one especially rough day, and his video was just like, it's not you. It's the crushing weight of capitalism and racism and hustle culture. Guess what? You're feeling everything all the time, but also have no capacity left to feel anything anymore. So you're going to have trouble concentrating. It's a mental health day. We're taking the day off. And Jeff just really made me feel like I could take a deep breath and chill. It was nice. That is nice. And what's interesting is that Jeff isn't alone. There are countless therapists on TikTok just like him, posting generic messages about relationships, breakups, trauma. I was surprised to learn that the mental health hashtag on TikTok has a whopping 30 billion views. Wow. I was just reading Amanda Hoover's story about all this. She's a tech reporter with our friends over at Morning Brew. We're going to talk about some of the points that she raises in that story here. So let's get into it. Yeah. So let's start with the advantages of therapy on TikTok. So for most people, we know social media is extremely harmful to mental health. And mm. for the most part, this type of content is a breath of fresh air. Uh, the Tampa Bay Times recently came out with a great story on how Black Americans need more therapists and more access to therapy, and TikTok is helping. All right, so as y'all know, I am a therapist, and I primarily work with youth and families. So I want to talk about some of the ways I discuss grief with people who are young. That's Shaheem McLaurin. He's a Black queer therapist with over 300,000 followers. And he is rare because over three quarters of U.S. mental health professionals are white. So it's important for people to find someone to relate to. And his videos and others like them are also destigmatizing conversations around mental health. I don't know about you, Dave, but if anyone else has grown up with a Mexican family like me, you'll understand that there's a slight hesitancy to things like therapy. It's taboo. Mm. And TikTok is showing people, especially young people who are experiencing loneliness at unprecedented rates, that talking about mental health is not only okay, but it's really important. Absolutely. And we also can't forget that traditional talk therapy is expensive. A typical therapy session costs somewhere between $65 to $250 per hour. Mm. And that's just not feasible for most people. People who are underinsured and people of color are far more likely to not have access to therapy because of the costs. Even folks with therapy often find their coverage for therapy is very limited. Yeah. So these videos on TikTok may close that healthcare gap. Yeah. And that's where we enter the gray area, because experts argue mm. that these videos on TikTok should not replace traditional therapy. They should be a supplement. And I think this is where we shift into the cons, Dave. For starters, yeah. therapy is not one size fits all. And traditional therapy involves you talking, right? A therapist may mm. ask you things, but you talk and they listen. That's a big part of it. That's right. And here's another big problem. Take Dr. Judith Joseph. She's a psychiatrist and has over 25,000 followers. That with bipolar disorder, you tend to have mood swings, highs or lows over a couple of days or weeks. Whereas with borderline personality disorder, you have these mood swings that are kind of situational, so you can shift within a given day. Although Dr. Joseph's video is very informative and educational, users are taking these types of videos to diagnose themselves and then consider themselves the experts. Yeah, and we should point out, though, that some of the therapists on TikTok are aware of these ethical issues. And in some of their bios, they say, you know, TikTok does not equal therapy. 
Yeah. So the bottom line here, the next time you're on TikTok and you see one of these therapists offering you advice, remember there is no substitute for an actual therapist, but life is hard. And if you find that TikTok can help you, then you do you. Also, you should probably check out Amanda Hoover's great article on Morning Brew.